I got a world of thanks, thanks that I'd like to say For the rage that I feel, the rage I feel today Got a stack, got a stack, stack a chip on my shoulder And everything that I do Cause I made, I made, I made a mistake I'm trusting you Yeah Ah, oh, people like you wanna feel my fire Ah, oh, people like you just feel my fire People like you just feel my fire People like you just burn You liar You liar You liar You Layers are thick, yet I got a bad attitude Yeah, the knife on my back has its fingerprints belong to you Got a grudge, got a grudge, got a grudge that I'm holding For as long as I live Cause you lied, you lied, you lied in my face It's something I can't forget Woo, yeah, people like you wanna fuel my fire yeah, people like you wanna feel my fire Yeah, people like you wanna feel my fire Yeah, people like you just burn You liar You liar You liar People like you just feel my fire Yeah, people like you just feel my fire Yeah, people like you just feel my fire People like you just burn You liar You liar Yeah, 
Attention Deficit Order, Season 16, Episode 24, the season finale. Yeah, guys. What was that? Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, guys. Season finale. I'm your host, Chris. This is our other host. I'm Skip. Skip, yeah. We're back, guys. Uh, episode order. Uh, we're here. We're back. We're what? This crap. No. This is the. <laughs> Hold on. We're jamming out here. Hold on a second. Yeah. Woo. Oh. Okay. So um. Okay, what was that? Sorry. I asked if this was crap. No, 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 no. This is uh, the Downtown Boys. Uh, Bruce Springsteen cover of Dancing in the Dark. Yeah, the singer just sounds like the chick from Crash. Oh, well. <sighs> Even if we're just dancing in the dark. Yeah, Batman did a great cover of that song. Uh, last uh, a couple years ago, when he was in the studio. I, yeah, yeah, I remember. That was, that was a classic. That's a classic, guys. That's a classic. That's one of our best of moments when Batman did Dancing in the Dark. <laughs> that was a classic. Maybe we can get him to come back when uh, Batman comes back around in the theaters. But right now he's doing nothing. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lead singer of Prodigy dies. Uh, well, he hang. I, I don't know how he died. Did he hang himself again, or did he OD on drugs? Is there a? a There's not. As uh, far as I know, he killed himself. But I don't know how. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I have no idea. Did they confirm that he killed his, himself? His bandmates did on Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I hadn't... I, I mean, I'd read a little they're bit all, about it. They're all... We're sad to say that he took his own life. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I didn't read their statement that closely. Yeah, so... I don't know. He used to... Well, uh, where was it? Like, one, one of the stories from him when he owned his bar, when he would put... Um, uh, kindling on the fire. If anyone mentioned anything about him being a fire starter, they had to put like uh, a quid in this swear jar that he had above the fireplace mm-hmm. that he would donate to like some charity or whatever. But I'm sure it happened all the time, right? Oh, yeah. He's just like, oh, you a fire starter? Right. And, you oh, yeah. know, if he was really smart, he would have made a house drink called the fire starter. And then every time <clears throat> someone ordered it, oh. they'd have to put a quid in. So 49, dude. He was 49 years old. I know. It's so, like the fucking year of people dying early. Yeah, 49. That's fucking um, So yeah. you're probably right. This was probably fucking him taking his own life some way. 
another 49 yes brody stevens this guy um mm-hmm. uh king kong bundy just died yeah 61 that's not surprising though dude that guy looked fucking unhealthy when he was 30 yeah 61 i remember him in moving with uh deficit pick of the week moving remember that movie remember that uh <laughs> remember that movie with dana yeah. carvey it was moving it was with dana carvey it was King Kong Bundy, and it was uh, Richard Pryor. Wow. And, no, I totally missed that. And they were moving men, and it was uh, Dana Carvey, Richard Pryor, King Kong Bundy. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm talking <laughs> I know Dana Carvey was in there because he was going through all his personality. This was before he was Dana Carvey. He was still you know, coming up. Yeah, and so just- it's Richard Pryor, Beverly Todd, Stacey Dash, uh, Randy Quaid. Yeah, see? Okay, I got it right there. Dave Thomas. Where's uh, Where's Dana Carvey? I'm, I'm getting down there. He's not in the top. No, he wouldn't be. He was just like... He's way down there. Yeah. He's like, he's like 25 deep in the cast. Yeah, yeah, because he was just a side character that would go through all these personalities and shit while driving the car. You know, he would hire somebody to drive your car across country. Right. And he was a psycho and shit. By the time the car came back, it looked like Road Warrior. <laughs> oh, and yeah, King Kong Bundy played Gorgo. Yeah, Gorgo. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Gorgo. <laughs> One name, you know, like Mungo from fucking Blazing Saddles. Well, yeah, they were trying to probably make it off that. They're like, oh, we know Mungo was popular. Let's do Gorgo. Yeah. Yeah, that movie is just insane. They're, that casting is insane, right? Yeah, there's a lot of people in it. It's like, That's, sure. <laughs> I remember that movie. And it was bad when I watched it. So. Yeah, it gets a 6.2 on IMDb. Really, a 6.2? That's pretty high. That's a D, dude. Oh, is That's it? like a D minus, yeah. <laughs> if you're going by know. letter grades. <laughs> I don't know. That's barely, barely passing. Yeah, Almost fucking F. Moving. And the other movie uh, that we can do, Deficit Pick of the Week, Moving Violations, with... Um, King Kong Bundy? No, with uh, Bill Murray's brother. Fuck, I forget his name. Remember the other Murray? The, <laughs> the third, not so the, popular Murray? Yeah. Moving Violations, where everyone had to go to driving school. I remember I had that on VHS for years. We just never returned it for John some reason. John Murray. John Murray. <laughs> Yeah, the famous Murray, John Murray. Uh, yeah, the moving violations. Jennifer Tilly's in it. Oh, really? Yeah, Jennifer Tilly was like, you know, like, oh, I'm the cleavage chick with the weird voice. <laughs> That's what she is in everything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've got boobs. Uh, I took half of Sam Simon's money. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. So, yeah, yeah, moving violations and moving. That's a great double feature. Of moving, <laughs> of uh, moving show, a movie. Moving violations was pretty funny. It was one of those over the top, just total eighties movie, where it was like two cops fucking, you know, a, a you know a partner, two cops fucking, and they'd always be like handcuffs and all <laughs> kinky and shit. When you'd it's, walk in on them, it gets a five point seven <clears throat> on him to be. So oh, it's even worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moving violations, man. That's a classic. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Fred Willard's in it. Yeah, a lot of people are in there. Yeah, that was Fred Willard, like me and Fred Willard. 
But he he's like fucking. Uh, but like read read the uh, read the synopsis of Moving Violation. Yeah. The goofy students of a remedial driver's education class find themselves butting heads with their abusive police instructors. And what's the one for moving? Uh, one sec. The one for moving is a. Uh, so what? A family tries to get across country. Arlo accepts what seems to him to be a dream promotion to Idaho. He soon discovers, however, that moving has its own share of problems. That's it. Yeah. <clears throat> Dude, I mean, there's it. the longer, you know, user-written one, but that's oh, no. the official byline thing. Dude, that's crazy. Moving. Moving violations. Moving and uh, what's another, th- what's another, what's going to make it a trilogy? Of moving? Uh, yeah. How about oh. Howl's Moving Castle? There you go, Howl's Moving Castle. Well, no, that's, that's a good uh, movie. I'm trying to think of bad movies. Oh, bad moving movies. Okay. Um, uh, I know there's one. I, um, how about the Marine 4 moving target? <laughs> moving. T- <clears throat> the Marine 4. <laughs> yeah, the first Marine was with uh, John Cena, right? Oh, that's okay. They're just playing off and that shit. Yeah, and then, yeah, no, it's it's the fourth sequel. So it's not even a recognizable leading guy. Oh, man. The Marine. It's Mike the Miz Mizanin. Oh, the Miz. Okay. I don't know who that is. I've heard of him. He was on Big Brother, like season two, when I was watching Big Brother and like Survivor, the first two seasons, three seasons of those shows. Well, they can fuck off then because that, and no, that sounds terrible. And he wanted to be a wrestler way back then and he became, he's like one of the most popular wrestlers now. No, he's a wrestler. Okay. Yeah, he's one of the more popular wrestlers. Yeah, the Miz. Come on, that's like a. You have to be a wrestler to have that name. Um, he was calling himself that before wrestling. But yeah, so moving, moving violations, and uh, God, I know there's a third one. It's, it's like Hot Dog the movie. That's a great one. Hot Dog. Did you ever watch Hot Dog the movie? No. That's a, there we go. There's the trilogy. Moving, moving violations and hot dog. The eighty nineteen ninety. Oh no, no, it's way earlier than that. Yeah, eighty four. Yeah, eighty four. Like ninety was they remake it? <clears throat> yeah, eighty four. Hot dog. What's that one? Ski instructors. Harkin Banks heads to ski champ- skiing championships in California. The teen runaway tags along as he parties and competes with friends and foes. <laughs> all it is is tits and uh, chicks tits. That's all it is. is chicks tits. In the snow? Yeah, in the snow. It's like snow bunnies. Uh, it's like left and right scenarios of them hooking up with chicks. Oh, wait. I actually think I have seen this movie. Yeah, you must have, dude. It's a classic. It, it was horrible. Uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I did. I saw it in 84. I know I saw it way more recently than that, but it was just one of those things. It was like a slow moving train wreck, you know, it was so bad you couldn't stop watching it kind yeah. of thing. <clears throat> yeah, it's a classic yeah. old damn, uh, damn, old bad movie. Yeah, I am uh, almost positive this is the one. Yeah, hot dog. Yeah. <clears throat> hot a dog. And they have the stereotypical Asian guy in there. 
<laughs> uh, Does he have an app that says hot dog, not hot dog? Uh, no. He doesn't have no. hot dog, not hot dog. Damn it. That doesn't come back yet, though. No, but he has... Um, what was the one that he had? Was there a classic Asian guy? There's always a classic Asian guy in those movies. Oh, in 80s movies. Yeah, Long Duck Dong. Fucking, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Where are those, man? They need to bring those back. <laughs> they need to bring back racial Asian stereotypes. Yeah, totally. They're always funny. They need to do like a indie movie where they have that in the movie, you know? But it's like just part of the movie. Right. And like people will take them seriously and they'll win like Academy Award. But what are you saying? I cannot do that. And it will be like a uh, like a, a star is born, but like mm. broken English. But oh, a star is born. And people, yeah, I'm waiting for that Academy Award. We'll become so PC, we're going to give it to like a broken English Chinese guy uh, named Long. It'll be Long Duck Dong, the documentary. The Dong, the <laughs> Dongumentary. The Dongumentary, there you go. The dog, oh, I was stereotyped as Asian man in uh, a 16 a candle roll. No, a pretty, no, 16 candle roll. Is that what it was? Yeah. 16 candle roll where uh, a Maori Ringwald was a rapita. And uh, yeah. uh, I used to be uh, there all the time on the set, and they would just go, Come on, wrong duck dong, in my voice, making pun of me all the time. It'd be like that. It'd be the new, um, what's it called? Uh, the, 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 the Mr. Rogers movie. Oh, uh, won't you be my neighbor or something like that? Yep. We have the documentary, the making <laughs> of long, <laughs> the making of Long Duck Dong. I got the call uh, from uh, 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 what is his name? The guy who made the movie, John Hughes. Uh, jo- yeah, Mr. Uh, Hughes, uh, and he goes. Hey, uh, Long Duck Dong. But he said it in my voice. So he go, Hey, Long Duck Dong. I'd like you to be in my movie. Oh, isn't this voice a very punny? And I was thinking to myself, Why is he making pun of my voice? (laughs) And then he all of a sudden went from Asian to retarded. Why is he making pun of my voice? (laughs) <laughs> long duck dong. it's just like bam never go full retard getty never go full retard it's like we were gonna cast a retarded asian but we just decided to go asian <laughs> asian stereotype we didn't want to you know we might we were gonna save the retard for a later movie called there's something about mary that was <laughs> Was that the retard in Something About Mary? Right? Oh, who was that? What? What do you mean? The retarded I'm guy? I'm trying to remember who that... Yeah, the actor. I don't know. It was a nobody actor. Uh, as far as I knew. But whatever. <clears throat> Something About Maui. Yeah, so... Um, later Prodigy. You know... 
Yeah, I like mm. the Fat of the Land was a great album for its time. Uh, 96. They weren't making live electronic music at that time. Not a lot of people. They played all live instruments. You know, live keyboard, live guitars, drums, uh, with drum machines. They had multiple keyboardists, guitarists, bassists. Yeah, crazy shit, man. Actually, I'm going to play one song. Bam. Did you find it? No, I'm looking. The first time I was turned on to Prodigy was from... Gosh. The movie Hackers. Uh, The Hacker soundtrack. When I had the Hacker soundtrack. They were on that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. With with Sick Boy and Angelina Jolie. (laughs) Yeah, man. They were... I liked them a lot for their time. Just because everyone was doing just keyboards and they were actually doing live music. Uh, For Prodigy. Come on, guys. You guys know Prodigy. I never saw them live. You know, for 90... What? Shit. From 95... From 1990, I think when they bopped, it was 90. I found out about them in like 93, 92. All their shit was really hard to get at the time. It wasn't like nowadays where you could download shit. It was because it was an import from England. Right? So they they when they came in, they went out really fast. All their fucking 12 inches, all their albums, everything. Mm. So when you had when you when I went in to buy Prodigy from the um the record store at the end of university in Palo Alto, remember that one? Oh yeah. <laughs> Shit. What was that? I don't know the name of it, dude. But yeah, the record store right there at the end of university. When you can have a record store on University Avenue in Palo Alto, California. <clears throat> It was like mid nine. It was late nine. No, yeah, early nineties, ninety three, ninety two. It went out of business in like ninety seven or eight. Yeah, because uh, I used to know one of the guys that worked there. We we played at high school soccer together. The fuck was it called? I forget the name, dude. This is I'm drawing a blank. I, I I have it in my mind. Yeah, it's like two rows of records. One oh on yeah, the right no, and left. Totally like boom, boom, boom. That's where I used to buy half my music. Yeah, because we knew people that worked there. Yeah, so. And then, um, God, ow, I just hit my foot really hard. Ow. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, so, so I'd, run, I'd walk in there and hopefully buy, um, I think their first album, uh, or no, it was only singles at the time. It was like a couple of singles. And that was it. And it was like voodoo people. And then they came out with a full album. Uh, well, yeah, their full album, uh, Fat of the Land, where you have Firestarter, and you have your Breathe, and you have your... <laughs> um, yeah, did you listen to any of those songs? I mean, I heard Firestarter plenty of times, but no, Prodigy was not exactly my jam. I wasn't in the rave scene, you know? Oh, really? No. It wasn't really, I wasn't in the rave scene at all either. But, um, That's where they kind of blew up, though, right? They were they were big in the rave scene, and then they kind of crossed over to mainstream with Firestarter. Really, I mean, that was the first song I ever heard on the radio by them. 
I guess they were big in the rave scene. I don't know. Maybe in England, yeah. I'm sure. You know, yeah. way before we even heard of him in England, there's like, oh, because he was the really the guy who's singing was a dancer for them. So he went from like psycho weird jump around dancer guy to singer. Mm. <clears throat> so yeah. Uh yeah, you go to Firestarter. You go to fucking. Did you like breathe? I don't um, know. Okay, here. So. Breathe. Breathe with me. Yeah, I've heard it. Huh? Nope. That's a great song. Breathe with me. Yeah. Yeah, Prodigy was awesome, man. The guy fucking kills himself. He was about to tour this summer. You know, I saw like through like all these people tweeting, they had tickets for his tour coming through. I guess he, he guess he didn't want to breathe anymore. You know, you're the victim. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Hmm. That's it, guys. She's done. Maybe I'll sing another song later. I don't know yet. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, what do you got before I do my uh, first? Uh, well, um, apparently Microsoft is releasing yet another uh, Xbox One version. So the rumor is, and actually I'm not even sure that it's a rumor. I think it's um, a little more concrete than that. But um, they're launching a disk drive-free Xbox One S. So you'll get your 4K, um, but it won't be the 1X uh, level of, you know, So disk-less? <clears throat> yeah, disk-less. No Blu-ray player. Um, so, I mean, that's going to make it fairly inexpensive. I may buy one. I have a TV that I need to... I've been thinking about moving an Xbox into that room. And uh, now I may just buy this instead because I don't need another Blu-ray player. Uh, no. Uh, uh, Blu-ray players are almost obsolete at this point. Yeah, really. I mean, you if can get for, most anything streaming or you know buy a digital version. Yeah. And it's, you can take that anywhere. You don't have to, you know. I but, can't wait for the day where I don't have to pack like a hundred DVD and Blu-rays to when I move, you but know, the only thing that the Blu-rays or the 4k discs do have is that it is a lot better picture. Cause there's not streaming or anything like that. You know what I mean? It's a straight up hard copy of the movie. If you want the best version of the movie, it is still the best version is the hard copy. But what if you download, <clears throat> uh, the 4k movie onto your device before you play it? Uh, it's still a, uh, still a hard copy is better. Hmm. Well, you know, that will be fixed rapidly over time, I imagine. It will, but people will swear on it, just like, you know. Oh, yeah, records are still better. Yeah, they'll, they'll swear on it. Yeah, if you like that sound, totally, man, they're great. But, you know, if they're not, they're hard to travel with. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you got to treat them gently. <clears throat> like they're I mean, great. I do, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I've got a record player, and I've got fucking 
80 records or so, but... Yeah, they're great for home use, you know. But other than that, you can't really do anything with it. Yeah, you can't just say, hey, how's it going? Let's, ca- let's carry like, on I'm my going record to player. Boston in, uh, in April. I'm going to be there for about a week. Carry your record and- player with you. Yeah, I'm going to take my record player, man. I got to have my, my tunes. Just be like know? the I mean, ultimate just... hipster. <laughs> yeah. dude, dude, <laughs> like trying to get it on the plane, you carry on and everything. You could, dude. It's a briefcase. You could carry it right on, open it up in your seat, <laughs> fucking just drop the needle. But then I'd have to carry a couple fucking speakers with me. No, no, drop the needle. They have a headphone jack in those things right in the, mm-hmm. right in the um, board. You know those portable ones? You can get those portable ones with the headphone jack right into the board, right? Oh, no. I've got an Audio Technica. I'm not, I'm not in the market for another record player. But this is a portable one you're going to bring on the plane. And then plug it in and then like just put the record on. No, I just bring the Audio Technica and plug <clears throat> it into the screen in the back of the seat. All right. We'll do that then. <laughs> but then you have to bring speakers. See, that's a problem. Or you can listen to put your ear up to the record. <laughs> the, <laughs> I can still hear it. No, just get one of those little gramophone things, you know? It's got the big fucking tube on the end, like the uh, like the horn thing on the end. You know the old gramophones? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before speakers, it would just go out the tube. Or just get the, uh, get the um, cylinders. If you want to go yeah. old. Yeah, just get the metal cylinders. Those sound the best. No, they were wax. Or Yeah, well, the wax cylinder. No, they had metal ones before that. No. Remember those tin ones? Or were those wax? Those were all wax. The ones that played on the old gramophones. There was um, the the little metal fucking. Oh, okay. Like, those were wax. Music okay. boxes. Those were metal. And but yeah, but yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Those were wax. That would tear up the needle if it wasn't. Okay. So yeah, it was only when they figured out that they could make polyvinyl fucking plastics that that records switched. But but before that, they were wax cylinders. Uh, waxing poetic. <laughs> hey yo, hey yo. Is that what that means? Is that what that term comes from? Doubt it. Waxing poetic. No, I, I really doubt it. Uh oh, here we go. Eight thousand dollars for a liter of young blood. <laughs> okay. Uh, what were we talking about before? I totally lost track of time. Oh, the disc-free Xbox. Oh yeah, the discless Xbox. So. Huh. I don't know. I don't need one. So No. And I probably don't either, but like why not? So they're gonna come out definitely then they're gonna come out with a discless um Xbox One X S, whatever the fuck they're gonna it's call the S. next one. Yeah. Um so the, I mean, this is probably prepping people for next generation when Xbox is really pushing Game Pass and and digital content streaming yep. and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's just to test the waters kind of things. Yeah, well, it sells. Yeah, they're gonna push uh, digital streaming. They're gonna push. I uh, I'm not guaranteeing, but I'm pretty sure you're gonna be able to get Game Pass on the Switch. Oh, um, really? That's what they've been touting. Wow, that uh, would be interesting. Game Pass games on the Switch, as long as you have an Xbox Live account, or as long as you have, you know, a $10 Game Pass, probably. It'll be like a Netflix account. You know, you just, boom, pay 10 bucks for it to get Xbox games on your Switch. I mean, that's a 
a really interesting way to increase your revenue. I wonder how many people on the Switch are going to do that. But people are like, oh, what about Gears of War and all that stuff? And how's Gears 5 going to be on there from Game Pass? And uh, like Sea of Thieves. And uh, I'm sure it will all be optimized. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they can use software emulators to downres graphics or, you know, change things yeah. up. But honestly, the Switch is not like a piece it's, of junk like the GameCube. No, was. it's a 360. It's a portable 360. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I've seen enough gameplay video. It, it's a good-looking system. Yeah, um, we, uh, um, uh, my daughter has one, and she leaves it here all the time. We play it over the weekend um, a bunch. We'll play, yeah. like, uh, Mario Kart and uh, Mario Kart. No, uh, Mario Party, Mario Kart. The Zelda looks pretty cool. I watch her play it. Yeah, yeah, the cell shading and everything. It looks smooth. Yeah, it looks cool. <clears throat> but I wouldn't run out and buy one myself. No. But since there's one here, uh, I tried out like yeah. Tetris 99. I had no idea what was going on. And <laughs> I'm just like, what? You got murdered in Tetris? Oh, dude, I have no idea what's going on in Tetris 99. I'm like, what? Huh? And it's just, they're all attacking you. Uh, yeah, it's trippy. And then, um, oh, what was the other? Yeah, so for that on the Switch, I don't know. I think mm-hmm. that's going to happen. I think, because um, that's what Xbox is going to do now. They're just going to spread themselves out. I mean, it's not a bad idea, right? They don't make a lot of money selling the consoles. It's the games where they make money. Yeah, they make the money in the games, and they need to make more games, and they're making games right now. And oh, dude, they've got, they bought a bunch of companies to restart their internal development. So, yeah, there should be some good stuff coming. Yeah, I think they're going to dominate in the next five years. Uh, maybe not bring up to play to PlayStation numbers only because PlayStation is huge in Japan and huge in Europe, huge all over the world. And Xbox doesn't have a world market. They're like Northern America and Europe. You know, that's about it for Xbox. You know, that's how PlayStation's able to get 49 million consoles. Sold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy Jesus Christ. Yeah. They have that world market. And, uh, yeah, Xbox is just America and Europe, basically, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's been the case for a long time. Xbox has not sold well at all in, uh, what you call it? <clears throat> Japan. Well, yeah, they don't like American products. They're very, um, they hate American products in Japan. Period. Mm-hmm. You know, they will support their own dude to the death over anything American any day of the week. That's just the way the people are over there. You know, they're very, uh, oh, nope, it's Japanese made. I'm, I'm taking it. I'm not going to take an American made thing. <laughs> Sorry. We, we steal all your ideas and make them better anyway. <laughs> like, look what we did with the VCR. You know, they stole the idea from RCA and then, bam. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. (laughs) They probably had wooden stick VCRs before then. But yeah, I don't know. It's going to be, it'll be trippy. Uh, This E3 is going to be great. 
because it's going to be all the people that have a PlayStation that aren't there are going to watch it just to hate on it, right? That's 90% of the audience. You know, why watch something just to be like, oh, watch it to be interested and see what's going what's to happen. And uh, That's right. PlayStation's not going to be there at all, right? No. So people are saying, why even go? You know, they're like, why even go? PlayStation's not going to be there. Well, because <clears throat> PlayStation is not the entire universe of video games. No, but they dominate the market share right now. Yeah, but who who cares? That just means we'll get to and, find out about stuff that we may not have if, if PlayStation was there to steal the limelight. That's true. I think Xbox, they, they need to bring the shit this year, man. Xbox and Nintendo both are going to have... Well, that's what I'm saying. They're going to have a, they're gonna have a, 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 a mixed conference. They'll extendo. <laughs> and the, uh, you you know. really think so? Yeah. And uh, and Bowser and um, and uh, Major Nelson will be scissoring on stage. Uh, I was going to say Master Chief, but okay. No, Bowser and Major Nelson. Bowser's the new CEO after Reggie stepped down. And then <laughs> oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, we forgot. And, and then <laughs> that's uh, his name. Yeah, they'll be scissoring on stage when the curtains go up. Like, oh, hey, you caught us in a weird position. <laughs> uh. Because we're in a weird position minute. to show you that we're coming together. And they'll just come at the same time. Uh, I'm going to have nightmares about that. Xbox and Nintendo coming together. <laughs> He's got his Joy-Con in my Yeah, that, exactly. And he'll be like shaking it around and stuff to make it vibrate in his ass. Well, the new Joy-Con butt plugs. Those are coming soon. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Where Each game has a different speed of vibration and intensity. Yeah, I can. they can totally do that with those things. Mm. They're pretty uh, intuitive as far as... They're small as shit. Ain't no ticklage. <laughs> those little those little controllers are are small, dude. Mm-hmm. They could uh, they could just put like a butt plug um, application on it, and there they go. Well, yeah, there's a little uh, adapter on the side to plug it into the side of the switch screen, right? Um, yeah, yeah. There you go. You can do that. Okay, yeah. There we go. Oh, I wonder if they will. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, those things are pretty cool, the Switches. I've only fucked around with it like for maybe a couple hours, tops. Mm. But I'm not going to be like, oh, the new Switch game came out. Let me check it out. Here we go. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. hooked up to the TV right now. It's not going to turn on, though, if I mention it. Yeah, Switch on. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, it just turned on. Uh oh! <laughs> there like, was a hidden microphone you didn't know about. So switch on. If I say Xbox on, uh, it didn't, it didn't hear me. There. It didn't hear me. I think the connect is finally dead. That's not dead. My connect works. They're <clears throat> they're putting out like a connect like 2.0 right now. What? Have you seen that thing? No. It's like for PCs. Um, it's like ultra sensitive. 
Is it by Microsoft? Yeah. You see it? It's like the Connect no, blah blah blah. Connect 2.0. It uh, it comes up with the uh, Xbox One Connect. Uh, but here's an article. Uh, let's see. Microsoft uh, headline from uh, May of last year. Microsoft says a powerful new Connect hardware is coming in 2019. It's called yeah. Project Connect for Azure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're giving up on the Connect. Oh, man. you know what? It's gonna integrate in. It, I bet you it's gonna integrate in with the new Holo- Hololens and um, stuff like that. You know, that thing's three thousand dollars. And not for that's video dev, game use, isn't it? The no. dev kit three thousand. Yeah, though that's what I'm saying. It's not for video game use yet. It will be eventually. Yeah, in like 2025. First porn, then video games. Watch. Probably they've already used porn on it. Like we need to get the field of view bigger. <laughs> that's right. I can only see the left nipple. Yeah, it needs to be. Um, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, 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 I don't know what. VR ready. No, <laughs> it needs to be like a VR system. That's what it needs to be. Right? Mm. Hey, yeah, sure. yeah. I don't know what's going to happen at this year's E3. But uh, all I know is that shit's going to go down and people are going to be pissed. Uh, no, uh, hopefully. There's a game that Xbox has, but see, the, this is the with those be like, oh, I just buy it on PC. That's the thing. Well, no, but now, I mean, micro, one of Microsoft, uh, one of their big initiatives that I've been reading about is making all of their in-house developed games. So everything developed under the Microsoft Gaming Studios banner. Yeah will be available both on PC and Xbox. So you buy it once, you can play it on whichever platform you choose. That is brilliant. Yeah. So yeah, okay. I, I mean, I've got a gaming laptop that does a pretty good job of, of playing games, right? Like I can play PUBG on it. I can play Sea of Thieves on it. Um, if you, and I only bought Sea of Thieves once. This is one of the first games that they put out. Uh, uh, on this play anywhere or whatever it's called, I forget. But um, the idea that you know, I've got my save files, I've got my games stored on the cloud, um, and you know, I can just play them on whatever Microsoft device I have in front of me at the time. That's awesome. So yeah, I, I'll buy games that are are that way, right? Like I, I want to be able to do both. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. That's what they're going to do. Sometimes I'm not at home, but I generally always have my laptop with me. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. They're going to make it so you can play it on your phone, uh, laptop, iPad, watch. No, 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 no. Not iPad, Surface. No, it'll be iPad also. They have apps on iPads. They do, but not for gaming. They will. Not Microsoft. Well, maybe, maybe, but Apple probably won't let them. Apple wants to start their own game streaming service, so. Well, they can do it through their Xbox app. They'll make that app usable. Yeah. When they put out a new app, you just boop, and you're yeah. bam. You're in that the... could be, yeah. Right, but that... um, but that idea is amazing to me. Like, I'm I'm ready. Let's do it. You know, 
Yeah, and it's so funny. Like more kids are used to using touch screens for video games. Like a lot of them are used to it, as opposed to we had to learn it. You know, mm. I can't play shooters on a touch screen. Well, that's what I mean. But kids can, because that's what they've learned from. Although my know? kids don't like it. Like well, even well, my nine-year-old. Our kids are more with you know the more tactile. But I'm saying the kids now who grow up with just phones and iPads. You know, and that's mm. all they're playing is Fortnite on their phones and iPads at school and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, those are the kids that are getting good at that shit. Yeah, no, I, I, I the thumbstick never works for me. No, I can't do it either. And and the moving and like no. It I've tried. But it's gonna be there. <laughs> I it's, really have. But it no, it's not good. Well they have those things you can slap on the side of an iPad or your phone. The controllers. Yeah. I've seen those. Yeah, with thumbsticks. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'll use my laptop with a keyboard and mouse. I feel like <laughs> no, like like PUBG on my PC is fucking way better than PUBG on the Xbox. Well, it's... yeah, I haven't played PUBG in a long time. I I've played a little bit here and there because James, uh, our former fucking engineer, he uh, he has a PC and isn't going to buy an Xbox anytime soon. So he's like, dude, come play games with me. I was like, all right, I've already got Steam. Yes, my computer can play PUBG. All right, let's play some fucking PUBG, you bastard. So that's the main main reason. That actually is the only reason I bought PUBG on my uh, laptop. But it was was only 20 bucks on Steam at the time, so it wasn't bad. Yeah, I haven't bought... Oh, I finally played Anthem. Speaking of oh, video games, eh. Oh, you have EA fucking early EA, access. Yeah, EA access. It wouldn't let me in, though. Oh, really? Or, or where I, was, I was doing something weird. I don't know. So I played it for like a couple hours, two or three mm-hmm. hours. It's all right. It's nothing great. Yeah, no. It, you know, the more I read about it, uh, I just, but I don't that, need a Destiny, another Destiny clone. That, that's what it struck me as. Yeah. Now it's like bricking consoles. Yeah, that's what I read, but only PlayStations, right? I haven't yeah. read a thing about Xboxes bricking because of it. Yeah, it's only bricking those. Um, yeah, that's all. That's all it's doing. And I'm playing uh, more Apex Legends. That yeah, I played a bit more of since the last show, and um, not too much. But I'm back in school. But it, it it's definitely a fun game. Yeah, the, uh, I got top two with uh, Pinpoint Red. Nice. I don't know who that is, but uh, well, nice. he's <laughs> he's uh, he's uh, one of the horrible gamers. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was playing with him and um, God, I forget the other guy, but Snow, a random, and he left. So I just we just snuck around and had everyone shoot everyone else. That's what I basically do. If everyone mm-hmm. leaves, I'll just sneak around the map the whole time. <laughs> right. Until I well, yeah. What else am I gonna do, man? Because the only reason we were the last two teams, the only reason why we lost is because we the third guy. So if we bailed on you, yeah. If we had it was three against two, so you're automatically Uh, gonna lose. You know, we we had two guys. Yeah, yeah. We had two guys, and the third guy was shooting us. It's like, oh well, there goes that. Oh hey, well, top two man, top two in battle royale is nothing to spit at. No, but still, it's fucking 
That one, for some reason, yeah, I like it a lot because I played a lot of Titanfall and I'm used to the mechanics. And yeah. it moves so much better than any other Battle Royale I've played. Oh, no, I agree. I think the movement in that game, but again, like Titanfall and Titanfall 2 are my favorite FPSs. Like, battlefields are fun. I don't feel the urge to go out and buy them. Call of Duty, I haven't played in fucking years unless I'm playing with my kids. Yeah, I didn't. But, buy, yeah, I didn't buy the last Battlefield. Yeah, neither did I. But Titanfall, uh, dude. I mean, it's giant robots right there. I'm already like, huh? <laughs> did you say giant Max? Right. That that's a big draw. And then like the bouncing around, like running off walls, all that fun stuff. That's yeah. a cool take on things, and they do it the best. Call of Duty tried Definitely. to bite it, and they sucked. Oh my god, it was like it was like potato sacks running around. It was horrible. <laughs> it, was. <laughs> it was. It was so bad. <laughs> like, well, I guess we can't so, do wall running as well as Titanfall. <laughs> no, we'll just leave this alone. We're gonna drop it from the next one. So, like, yeah, like Titanfall is about the only FPS I'll jump into at this point and still play. Yeah, same here. Uh, no, no, I'll jump into Titanfall. I was just playing. Uh, I just went through like uh, f- uh, t- three chapters of Gears of War 4 story because I but haven't played it on... third person, Chris. I said FPS. Oh. Uh, well, I, oh, I'm just talking about stuff I've played. <laughs> no, uh, I know. FPS, I'm I played sh- Far Cry New Dawn. Uh, uh, I'm yeah. playing more of that. I'm I still gotta finish shit. Far Cry. I, but I like those games for... Nowadays, at least, I like those games for their first-person story and their open world. Like, their multiplayer... Uh, I think, yeah, the old multiplayer is just tacked on at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's not, it's not fully fleshed out. It's... Um, I don't know. It just doesn't have the cachet of... Well, it feels like a Call of Duty ripoff to me is really what yeah. it is, I guess. Yeah, and I'm just lighting... Like, I'm getting... Like, the best thing to do in those games, man... Get that blowtorch because I was attacked by two bears today, and the only reason why they got off me is because I burnt them with that blowtorch. You know, it saves you on ammo. You know, because they start freaking out and running around, and they run away eventually. And uh, a golden boar, like a toxic boar, I let that thing on fire, and there's no way I was gonna kill that thing yet, and ran away, um, stabbing more women in the neck and face. So, you know, it's more fun. Uh, what else did I play? That was it. Titanfall or that. And um, uh, oh, oh, I finished Red Dead. I talked about that last week. Yeah. That's still a bummer, man. Fucking, uh, yeah, that's a bummer ending. The one I'm like, oh, man, I was with this guy for over 100 hours. Yeah, but you know what? Like, Ugh. it's not like the fucking original Red Dead had a, a happy ending either. I'm still not done with the game completely, but Arthur Morgan's story, as far as I know, is done. You know, my guy. Yeah, I didn't cut his beard once or his hair. Nice. <laughs> I haven't cut fucked. my mustache since, like, the second hour I played the game. <laughs> my dude's so. fucking... Dude, he had his beard was down, like, to his chest. Like to his mid chest. I'm gonna grow my my version of Arthur Morgan's mustache out until um, it won't grow no more. No, it keeps growing, dude. No, there's a top end. Uh, well, oh, that's if right. That's right. Shaving. If you go into the shaving menu of the game, 
there's right, like there's a nine. zero, which is clean shaven, and there's ten, which is like fucking Bushman. And I think I got I'm gonna to like let nine. the mustache only grow to ten. I think I got to like nine. I didn't cut so, my shit once. Eat once. I put pomade gonna, in it, and that's it. Yeah, no, I'm gonna try and get to uh, a fucking Yosemite Sam style mustache. Yeah, that's gonna look hilarious, dude. <laughs> Come on! And like, yeah, I will. <laughs> Come on, you rootin' tootin' rabbit! Yeah, no, um, I I will take a picture and tweet it out when I get full stash. Beat man, mirror in the bathroom, twist and crawl, and uh, the famous song from um, what is it? Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> I forget the name of the song. Oh, what's the I name forget. of that? What's the name of that song? Where he's running through the backyards. Oh well, running through the backyards. Some <laughs> running through the backyard. No. Uh, I forget the name of the song. I was just listening to that song, too. Oh, uh, it's from the album where they're sitting in front of the plane. It says English Beat, and they see, see it, and they're standing in front of the plane. You see it? Mm-hmm. It's from that album. I don't know. Read off the titles. I'll know it if I hear it. Give me a sec. Okay, um... Changing the search terms on me. Oh, sorry. <sighs> Discography. All right. <laughs> I can have a new bay. I can have a new bay. I can have a new bay. It's every 45 they ever put out there. Twist and crawl. Twist and crawl. Okay. So... I confess, Jeanette, sorry, soul salvation, spar with me, rotating head, save it for later. Rotating head. Is it rotating head? I think it is, yeah. Play it, see what happens. Can you play it? I'm not set up to play audio. Oh. You didn't tell me I was going to be on the spot, man. No, that's fine, that's fine. Rotating head. You got it right. T A T I N G. There, rotating heads, English beat. There it is. Got it. Well, I'm Ferris Bueller and I'm racing to get home. Good song, man. Yeah, it's a great song. That's what I'm saying. It's uh, 
Ferris Bueller is a great soundtrack. There we go. Bam. But yeah, check out the English beat. English beat, guys. They're still touring. Only if you're Getty Watanabe. They're still touring, dude. They are, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. They're all over the place. Mike and Chuck from the uh, Knights of the Turntable. Or uh, uh, Dead Sled Coffee Podcast. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Well, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Whatever it is now. <laughs> no, the DeadSledCoffee.com podcast. Go? No, it was other Mike and Mike's from the Bat Squad Network that's gone. Yeah, I don't know what happened to that, the other Mike. What happened to the other Mike? Mike T is still around, man. Okay, was, Mike uh, and Mike. Okay, what happened to uh, um, uh, Axeman? What happened to their relationship? I don't know. That is not a question I can answer. Although it sounds like I'm going to be going to Vegas in uh, late June to meet up with Chuck and Mike and Mike. Nice. From Bat Squad. Finally. We'll Hopefully, <laughs> Jesus Christ, again. Yeah. We'll see if well, that I happens. Found out, I found out I can fly from fucking Fresno to Vegas in an hour for a buck 80 round trip. Nice. Not, not too bad. It's cheaper from the Bay, but not, I'm not going to drive three hours just to save like. Hey, <laughs> drive up here to fly. <laughs> 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 you know, I'll, I'll, dry, I'll spend more in gas to get up to the Bay than I would save by flying from San Jose to Vegas. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, like it's like a buck eighty from Fresno to uh, Vegas, and that's not too shabby. Um, and then. Um, Hotel, I'll, I'll figure out something. But I, I just got to make sure I've got the time off and everything. Because I'm going to need a day to recover. At least after hanging out with those guys, I can... Oh, I can... yeah. <laughs> wow, he's jumping over the fence in slow motion. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. First movie, guys. Or no, documentary. I'm going to do it first. It's about time. The documentary everyone's been watching. Four hours of penis touching. Penis Anal looking. Not licking. Anal looking. Masturbating. He masturbated me. Michael Jackson is a masturbator in the movie called Leaving Neverland! Yes, it was a thriller. No, he was a smooth criminal. Out to molest you as little boys are crawling in the dark. I got multiple rooms in my house where you can all play. You come and scream, but no one hears you because I have soundproofing. You little shits, when you turn 17, I'll turn you away because you aren't gay. This is gay molester. I like to molest kids when you know it's really cool. 
Kids with the parents in the next room. Yeah. I'm a less kids with the parents in the next room. I'm a less kids with the parents in the next room. Oh, slam. There's little kids, you know they're in the room. I got you now. Hand. It's going down and down into your PJs. You wanna scream. No one's there because I'm masturbating. You don't abide, and no one goes into your little thighs because I'm a guy. Cause this is evil. All right, here we go, guys. Molesty man, or I mean Michael Jackson, but now he's known as Molesty Jackson. Two accusers come out. I mean, not now. It's it's been something talked about for decades. Yes. But anyway. Yes. Continue. Two accusers. Well, these two have come out past. Like one of them was Britney Spears' choreographer. Um, well, I should look it up here. Let's see. Molesty Jackson. No wait. What's it called? Uh, Leaving Neverland. Right. Yup. Okay. Okay, there it is. Leaving Neverland. Bam. At the height of stardom, Michael Jackson began his long-running relationship with two boys ages 7 and 10 in their families. Now in their 30s, they tell their story and how they came to terms with it years later. That's pretty weird, right? Okay, so... I mean, I I think it was bound to happen, to be perfectly frank. There's no way it could not have been. What? That he was, uh... That this documentary would have been made at some point. Oh, yeah. Definitely. They they tried to uh, pay... They tried to sue HBO $100 million for for airing it. Because they bought the rights to it at Sundance. Uh, Yeah, four hours... So it goes through these guys, um, Wade Robinson and Jimmy Safechuck and, Mike, and Michael Jackson. So those are the three people in the movie. So mm. Jimmy Wade Robinson is a, like he's a choreographer. He did like all the choreography for fucking Britney Spears and shit in all our videos. Mm-hmm. So he was a dancer from the I age. Mean, he learned from Michael from Jackson. watching the Thriller video, right? He he um he memorized the Thriller so- dances, you know, left and right, you know, as a bunch of all all these kids did, right? So when he was picked out of his town to go meet him, uh, and then he met him, and then like fuck, he like he slowly manipulated him. He would always he would tell him that his uh that it wasn't uh, that his um. That if he got like if he got in trouble, that would be it for him and his parents and everybody else. Everybody would get in trouble if we all got busted. Dude, that's like the standard abuser line. Uh, yeah. Don't tell anyone you'll get in trouble. Yeah, you'll get in trouble. He would call these kids and have like six-hour conversations with them. Oh. You know, just really weird stuff, dude. And they, and they would play uh, messages. It would play messages. Oh, they had, they, they had recorded oh, yeah. oh yeah, they had messages. recorded messages. He was friends with the family. He was wow. friends with this family, dude. And he would have recorded messages. He'd be like, oh, 
He'd be like, hello, mate. This is me, Michael Jackson. And he'd be like in a br- British voice. But hello, mate. Would you like to come over and watch a movie with me? I say, I say. You know, I was like, what the fuck? No, oh, that's fucking weird. You know? I got to watch this. What's Dude, it on again? It's on HBO. Okay. <clears throat> so I'll get to see it when it hits Amazon eventually. Yeah. Here we go. I was wondering, are you a little boy? Hey, little boys. I like to hang out with seven and ten-year-old little boys and see how they are. That's what he sounds like when he comes on these kids' faces. And they're like, oh my god, Michael. That's how you make that sound. You know, it's just like, what the fuck? And these are two different kids. The same, almost the same exact stories. He takes the families. He wines and dines the families, blah, blah, blah. When it comes, they all watch movies and stuff, hang out at the ranch. Uh, And then bedtime, he goes into the room with the boys. The parents go into their separate rooms, you know. And slowly but surely, he manipulated his way into sleeping in the same bed with this one boy. With the Wade Robinson kid. The choreographer? Yeah, the choreographer. Mm. They tried anal, but it hurt too much, so they just went back to sucking each other's dicks and mm. uh, je- masturbating each other. You know, and it was weird. I was like, what? So. Don't stop till you get it up. Well, right now, if you really want, you can buy uh, the Neverland Ranch for only $31 million. <laughs> Yeah, the pedophile ranch. He molested yeah. all these kids there. <clears throat> yeah, I think if I had thirty-one million, just you know, like that was a drop in the bucket, no big deal. I'd buy it just to bulldoze that house. Mm-hmm. And I could see uh, Macaulay Culkin not being molested. He's too high profile to molest. He had right. all Same these other little kids. Feldman. Same with Corey Feldman. They were way too high profile to molest. You know, so that's why they were the clear. He was molesting these desperate families and kids, you know, and he was giving these families money. He was having these families... What? I was going to say in the late 90s, early 2000s, when that one family was going after him and they settled out of court, like, it's... What you described to me sounds almost exactly like what I remember those uh, parents and that kid. (laughs) He wasn't a kid at the time, but anyway, uh, saying then... Like, so there's a pattern here, like Cosby, right? Like, Michael Jackson had a fucking way of getting what he wanted and thought he needed. Um, and he did that multiple times, but he always had a beard, right? Like, someone to hide who he was. And that's Corey Feldman and Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, they were, t- they, were, they were way too high profile for him to even touch. He had uh, multiple kids that would he would move out. To the city, he would go, hey, I'll pay for you. Move out here. He'd pay for their pad. He'd pay for their parents' pad and everything else. Uh, And then he would just have them come up to the ranch and molest the kid. Bam, go back. He would have all these, like, um, uh, basically, like, uh, molesting pads all over L.A. You know, he had, like, a suite at the Hilton. He had another place somewhere else. All over, yeah. Yeah, all over the place. Well, you know what? If you're a rich pedophile, I'm sure that's how you operate. You know, and I can see how your family would be in denial of it. Um, sure. Even if it was true and they did know it to be true, how could you say that in public? 
yeah, my brother molests small children. You know what I mean? When he's Michael Jackson. Of course yeah. they're going to deny it until the day they die. They because have to, they man. Protect, well, they have to. You know, it's I, I, it, it's probably two things, right? They don't want to admit that their brother was such a sick fuck. Exactly. Number one. But number two, they're all the beneficiaries of the fucking Michael Jackson estate. And there's a fuck ton of money involved in that estate. Well, you think that's why they're not saying anything? If that happens, what do you think well, will happen? All that I, money I will go to the victims? I'm, I'm sorry, what? All that money will go to the victims if they admit that their brother molests people? No, not all the money, but they, uh, the estate of Michael Jackson could be sued for damages, and um, they would lose that chunk of money, right? Like, say, each of those kids from this documentary... Uh, win a hundred million bucks. Well, that comes out of Michael Jackson's estate, which his siblings and his kids are beneficiaries of. Yeah. So it they have a financial reason to to deny things, but they also have the reputation, right? Like we're the Jackson Five. Well, Andy also had the um, he was telling the kid he had to um make it look like he was normal, so he had the Marie Presley thing going on and then he uh then he had the other chick the other chick he supposedly had kids with um you know and then his kids are caught in this weird whirlwind so they don't know it's real or not uh and then i I will say that paris jackson is fucking beautiful yeah but i'm just saying regardless like is that his kid i don't know i have no idea well i'm sure he you know DNA was a thing at the time, you know, DNA testing, parent, parent, parental, uh, yeah, figuring out if you're related, whatever it's called. I've, I've had a little whiskey. Anyway, um, that was a thing at the time. So I'm sure he fucking like artificially inseminated his, you know, he jacked off to a picture of a little boy and then that got inseminated in the lady. So they are his kids, just not, he probably never had sex with her. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. And then so and then the other kid was from Australia that he moved out. And then mm. when he was done with these kids, he would just ignore them. He wouldn't call them. Uh one time this one kid went over and there was a sleepover with a bunch of kids. And he thought he and these kids were falling in love with Michael Jackson. He thought he was going to get picked to go into the room with Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson picked another kid to go into the room with him. He knew, and he had to sleep on the couch and was crying. And he wanted to go home to his mom. <laughs> well, Dude. it was like, and then, um, so, and this is, I don't know if it's true or not, but these are two people's accounts and they're almost the same and they've never met each other. And this also sounds very similar to the account, I don't know, 15 years ago, something like that. It makes pretty young thing, makes just a whole new meaning, guys. You know, right? Yeah, it makes it cringy. Right? <laughs> it makes it like, what the fuck, man? What happened to Michael? God damn it, Michael. Uh, yeah, I mean, he went from, like, the innocence of Jackson 5 to fucking it makes, this It makes shit. beat it sound disgusting now. He's like, just beat it! Telling these kids to beat their dicks. Right? 
Yeah, uh, yeah, it could be. That's what the song's it, about now. It's about kids. He's forcing kids to beat their dicks. Well, I mean that. Billy Jean. He's trying to get most, into Billy's jeans. Yeah, and not Billy Jean like a girl. No, he's trying to get into Billy's jeans. Black and white. He's trying to pick between a black or a white kid to molest. You know. Uh, I, you know. <clears throat> what? Man in the mirror. I'm sure there are way more pedophiles in positions of power than people want to admit or oh, think about. Oh, dude, there's a whole ring of pedophiles out there that no one wants to admit is real. Well, like, Mark Singer's been accused of fucking little boys for years, right? Who's Mark Singer? Not Mark. Uh, <laughs> like, who the fuck? Brian is? Singer, the director. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Brian Singer, right? The I'm like Mark guy. Singer. <laughs> Throwing yeah, this guy no, under the I bus. Just fucking forgot his name. But he's been accused of like molesting underage boys for fucking years. And somehow keeps like dodging any kind of responsibility. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. But Michael Jackson was bigger than any of these people combined. Oh, no, no, no. I, just I disagree. Which is probably what? it was easier for him to get away with shit, right? Because he was so big, no one wants to think that he's a scumbag fucking pedophile. Just beat it. Yeah, just crazy. I mean, I I still like listening to the Jackson Five. I was never really a fan of Michael Jackson by himself. I like his I like his off the wall albums. Great man. I mean, they're. I, I yeah, listened off the to them wall. before and bopped my head. I'm not going to lie. But like the Jackson 5 was where it was at for me as far as Jackson's go. And, um, you know, you got to have some Tito in there. You mix things up. Um, but And Jermaine, too. But uh, even that's like cringy to listen to now, you know? I, I just don't know. Like the whole Michael Jackson thing is tainted for me. Uh, here we go. Come on. This is a great album, dude. Right? It's ridiculous. And this one right here? Working day and night? And molesting little boys? That's all. That's it. That's the sound right there. Dude, it's it's a toss up between this and Thriller for uh, his best album for me. I don't know, man. Working day and night, fucking rock with you. Don't stop, can't get enough. Can't get enough what? Little boy. What can't you get enough of, Michael? You fucking scumbag! Yelling at his. Off the wall. There's some real mental health issues when your way of sexual gratification is fucking little kids. Oh, yeah, and, dude. I mean, you know, I can forgive a little bit of racism as much as it hurts me. Like, there are some musicians who are racist as fuck. Their songs still groove to me. You know? I don't go out of my way to listen to them, but if I hear them, all right. Not happy yeah. about it. But I can somehow separate that 
racism from the music I'm listening to. Um, but not a chance with fucking kid touchers, dude. Yeah, fuck that. Okay. Oh, it's also he likes his nipples sucked. Uh, that's I don't need to know that. Michael shit. Jackson likes his nipples sucked. Now he you fucked. know it. If you want to watch the documentary, you're gonna know that. I know. So I give it four to five sucked nipples. Oh. Two out of five ear holes. Three out of five eye holes. Like one out of five eye holes. Come on. No, three out of two out of five eye holes, man. Because it's all pictures and it's okay. It's not great. It's more documentary style. It's not, you know, it doesn't really show anything. No, it's one out of five eye holes because now I'm thinking of Michael Jackson getting his nipples sucked. Three out of five ear holes because of just hearing all that shit. Yeah, and all of all around. Can we have a palate cleanser. Four to five suck nipples. We need a palate cleanser. What? Uh, play Chris's song by Fifteen. Uh, hold on. I, I don't. I can't type that fast, man. <laughs> Sorry. I just all the fucking kid touching music. After what, what do you that. mean? <laughs> Here we go. Right. We'll go back to English beat. <laughs> uh, we'll go, uh... oh, I was looking for Rat in the Kitchen. Oh, well. Hi! 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 Yeah, so yeah, it's crazy. There's no implication of kid touching by listening to this, so that makes me feel better. No. No, this one, but... Okay, while we're talking about that, might as well use that for, uh... Border. The next movie I'm gonna do real quick. Border. Border. Okay. I guarantee you to find a stranger movie than this one this year. This This one needs to be topped as the strangest movie I've seen this year. This is Suspiria level weird. Uh, it's weird in a different way. Okay, a customs officer who can smell fear develops an unusual attraction to a strange traveler while aiding a police investigation, investigation which will call question into her entire existence. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, starring Eva Mandeler as Tina... Eero Mindoff as Vor. The guy's name's Vor. Okay. Um, it's his real name was Vor? Yeah, it's a Swedish film. Ah. Uh, it's subtitled. Uh, it's... I don't know, man. It is one of those... Yeah, she can smell fear. So she's a customs agent, so all she does is smell people that walk by her. She's like a human drug-sniffing dog? Yeah. But better. Right. Because a drug-sniffing dog, she was like, huh, she can smell that someone's hiding something, right, right. from her? They're nervous. They're like, oh, dude, I've got a pound of coke up my so ass. So she brings him in. Get- so she brings him in. This one guy brings him in. Uh, and they're like, we found nothing on him. He's like, there's still something on there. Takes his phone and smells it. And then opens it up, and there's a chip in the back. He grabs it and tries to swallow it real fast. Oh, there you but go. But yeah. Like, smells like, you know, computer chips and... Well, I mean, I'm sure it's just a pheromone thing, like, you know, 
your body gives off different smells. We just can't detect it. And she's a super sniffer. Uh-oh. Oh, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so. Yeah, here we go. What? Okay, so. It's a ska show, folks. <laughs> that and kid touching music. Ska. <laughs> Uh, fire starter. <laughs> oh, you want some more fire starter? We can do more fire starter if you want. Anything's better than fucking Michael Jackson at this point. Like, no, as long as no one in uh, Prodigy has the last name Jackson, I'm happy listening to it. Uh, okay. Okay. So, border. <laughs> oh, border. Okay, so with a border, yes, this person can smell, but they look like beasts. These people don't look human. They consider themselves not human, hmm. and they look at the human race differently. Okay, spoiler alert. All right, no one's gonna watch this movie. Was it Art House? Oh, so fucking Art House. If you want to watch it, skip ahead five twenty minutes. No, about five minutes. Okay, so. Okay, I'm going to read Violence and Gore. Uh, Mild profane. I don't know how the fuck do they do that. Oh, explicit sexual scene. Tina thrusts into Vore. Okay, she grows grows a hermaphroditic penis. Ooh. (coughs) Okay, nudity. While bathing and running through forests, Tina becomes nude and swims into a lake, full frontal nudity. Tina comes home, hears her husband from another room, obviously another woman. Uh, I don't know. They've re they've redone the the way the violence and everything is. So whatever. Uh, yeah, it is it. Let's see. Swedish. It's Swedish. They mentioned IKEA in the movie. Dude, one of the guys in the movie looks like he's fucking uh, one of the cavemen from those Geico commercials. That's what it is. Yeah. He's, uh... This movie came out, I think, late last year. I just never got a chance Euro to see it. Milanoff. Yeah, what's his name? Euro Milanoff? I'm probably mangling it. Euro Milanoff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been trying on dong dong jumps like his name. Okay, so yeah, Raven Milanob. Everything I try. Uh Raven Milanoff? Okay, border. Yeah, check it out, guys. It's a drama fantasy romance thriller. If you guys are into that. If you're not, I don't think you'll like the movie. It's it's a it's a weird one, guys. I'm not gonna give it all away, but <laughs> I guarantee you, I guarantee you, at some point during the movie, you're gonna go, "What the fuck?" I guarantee you. 
If you, if you don't, I don't know. Okay, so I give border two out of five ear holes, three out of five eye holes. Uh, three out of five um, sensed deer crossings. Or um, three out of five um, uh, hermaphroditic penises. Or three out of five baby births. Or three out of five... Uh, God, what else do they do in that movie? God, the movie is so strange. Um, I don't know. <coughs> oh, three out of five um, fighting dogs. Man. Mm. For a border, if you guys want to check it out. It's a weird one, guys. I think it's on VOD right now if you want to check it out. If you're on VOD. Um, okay, so I did Neverland border. All right, so what do you got? Um, scientists just figured out how to weld metal and glass together. Hell yeah, bro. Melting metal and glass. But think about that. Right now, like the car you drive around, all the glass is kind of glued in place with some rubber or silicone seals around it. So yeah. those are, are two separate pieces on your car or an airplane or fucking the space shuttle or whatever, right? But if you can weld two things together, right, two pieces of metal uh, or, you know, whatever, glass and metal in this case – um, then it's one piece. There's not a, a seal, a seam that can fail um, easily, at least. I mean, the idea behind welding metal together is it's way better than using bolts or whatever, you know? Um, so there is this new process developed by fucking someplace in Edinburgh, Scotland, Harriet Watt University. Anyway, they, they're using a particular kind of laser to weld uh, glass and metal into one object. Um, so they tested it on quartz, borosilicate glass, which to me is just glass, uh, sapphire, aluminum, titanium, and stainless steel. And all these things using this method could be welded into one thing, um, which is huge for crafting something like an airplane. Right. If it's all one piece, there's no more rivets on the outside holding panels together, things like that. Um, Fuck that, dude. Well, yeah, you wouldn't want to walk into the laser beam. Yeah. uh, But I mean, this laser uh, is able to weld things together that couldn't be before. And so that opens up a whole new kind of method of designing things that need to be extremely resilient but have different areas in them like say your house or an airplane or a boat right if it's all one piece water can't get in uh if it's all one piece it's airtight unless you deliberately punch a hole in it to make an airflow possible in certain areas like that changes the game when it comes to things like explosive decompression on an airplane or uh, a boat springing a leak and sinking. It's in, in excuse me, 
all the damn beer. Um, it, it's infinitely harder to uh, uh, sink a boat, for instance, if it's all made of one piece yeah. than it is if not. And then and that's the implications of this technology, right? So if they can figure out how to make it something that, oh, yeah, I just bought the new fucking uh, Ford Mustang. Oh, well, yeah, it's all one solid piece. That so glass. Like the new unibody is the... <laughs> yeah, like unibody <laughs> literal, right? Yeah. Like the only weak points would be doors uh, on a car, um, right? Those things that you needed to be able to open. So there'd be a built-in hinge of some kind. And, and anyway, um, but like the the roof of the car, all the windows that weren't attached to a door, that would be one piece. That would be way stronger than our current system of doing things. So there's some interesting implications in, in what this will eventually allow us to do. Um, you know, unsinkable boats. Yeah. Sure. Things like that, right? Uh, if yeah. you've only got one point of failure on a, on a vehicle, on a car, right? There's like, let's say there's two doors. You've got a, a coupe body style car. Two doors that can fail. Everything else is one piece. Hell, getting into an accident becomes way less worrisome. True. <coughs> so we'll see. I mean, this is, again, probably pie-in-the-sky kind of shit, like way down the road. But by the time we have flying cars, maybe we'll have flying indestructible cars or relatively indestructible. Mm, flying cars, you think so? <laughs> Well, Uber and China and a bunch of people are working on different. They look like giant quadcopters. You yeah, those are just like yeah, I'm saying like transport, like drive, pop into your driveway cars. Right, Back to the Future Two <laughs> kind of flying cars. Yeah. Uh, eventually, I'm sure it will happen because you can't keep driving on the ground, right? Like. There's only so much space and people need houses and grocery stores and shit. So if there's a way to get everyone into flying vehicles, there's way more space in the air <laughs> to move around. So, but it will, it won't be stuff we control. It'll be computer controlled stuff. Uh, true. Everything's going to be self-driving by that time. Yeah. Like we'll get in and go, Oh, take me to whole foods and it'll fly you over there. Or will land for you. Or you'll just have drones flying, go order Whole Foods, and they'll just fly it over to you. You know, it's like, oh, here you go. Well, maybe that too. There you go. Well, they're they're going to do it with drones. Drone delivery, yeah. They already are. I'm just saying I don't know that it'll take off. I think people still like to go to the store and blah, blah, blah. You know? But like, okay, so you hop in your fucking flying car and you're like, take me to fucking San Francisco to Ghirardelli Square. I want to get some chocolate. So it fucking flies you over there and lands you, mm -hmm. right? Like that'll be the wave of the future. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to get in and fly myself over there. No, <laughs> no, no. Driving will be obsolete. Yeah. It'll, it'll be illegal. And yeah. we're going to get on our fucking iPhone, which will be an implant in our eyeball. Yep. Literal iPhone. Yeah, and fucking, we'll watch fucking episode or season fucking eighty two of fucking Stranger Things or whatever, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what's going to happen. You'll be watching TV on your way there. Bam. Okay, get out. Do, 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 do. Taking a nap or getting your dick sucked by Michael Jack. I mean. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it'll it, you'll be hands off completely. So, but yeah, there'll be flying vehicles eventually. It only makes sense, right? The ground is eventually going to be either open space where it's like trees and fucking flowers and shit. Or it's going to be fucking homes and businesses and, like, vertical farms. Like, people are going to have to get smart about how we use land. Oh, yeah. It's going to be vertical farms, helicopters, Jetsons. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, you may not be wrong, dude. I mean, with fucking sea temperatures changing and fucking glaciers melting... We may need fucking homes that will go up and down with the push of a button. Not in our lifetime, but Jetsons yeah. is going to be in the future, guys. How weird if that actually turns out being the case and a cartoon from the fucking 60s called it. Oh, it will be. Or they already did. It's called Oblivion. <laughs> the movie with Tom Cruise. Okay, here we go. Last movie. All right. More reggae, guys. Ah, yeah. Okay. This is Hole in the Ground. Hole in the Ground. It's in one theater in North Hollywood, but I got to see it on VOD. I would have seen it in the theater if it was playing. Trying to escape her broken past, Sarah O'Neill is building a new life on the fridge on the fringes of a backwoods rural town with her young son Chris a terrifying encounter with a mysterious neighbor shatters her fragility her oh her fragile security throwing Sarah into a spiraling nightmare of paranoia and mistrust as she tries to uncover if the disturbing change in her little boy are connected to the ominous sinkhole buried deep in the forest that borders their home Nah, they just live next door to Neverland Ranch. Probably. Did you go to Michael Jackson's house? Yeah, the uh, the That's hole in the ground. Sinkhole. The hole in the ground. Uh, little kid. It's a creepier version of that other movie that was out um, earlier this year. Remember that one with the little kid? Uh, what was it called? Was it a Netflix exclusive? No, it was on in the theater. Prodigy. <clears throat> Speaking of Prodigy. This <laughs> Firestarter. Was the Firestarter. This was the Prodigy with that little kid. This kid goes out to the woods. Okay, I'm spoiling this one if you guys want to spoil it. Goes out to the woods. I won't spoil it, really. Some shit happens to the kid. The kid comes back. He isn't the same. The mom goes out and finds out what happens to the kid. And you're like, what the fuck? Another what the fuck. Mm. Um, if you don't say what the fuck. And then um, finds out why the kid is different. And the kid is creepy, man. The kid's like crawling around and shit on the ground. And the mom's peering through this peephole. And the kid's like his fingers are extending and shit. Oh, so like some exorcist kind of crawling around? Uh, not really. More like body snatchers. But then, um, huh. and then like he'll be like, oh, is that you, mommy? You know, 
It'll go back to like the mommy voice with the kid. Mm. And she'll like run back to her room bag. Oh. And it'll hear him like, he'll like move really strange. You know, like, tick, 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 tick. like really fast, you know, like scurry. And be, like, and be like, is that you, mommy? And she'll be like, no, it's me. I'm in my bed. Good night. Mm-hmm. And you see like the kid was blurry, um, out of focus um, shape, like out of the corner of the door. It's really weird. Yeah. Well, just looking at the movie poster for this, that kid is creepy as fuck. That's what I'm saying. This creepy little shit kid. It's like uh, like uh, children of the corn. Yeah, children of the corn, right? With the, the blue eyed, ki- blonde haired kids. Uh, uh, not really. Almost. No, I mean just looks wise. The way the kid looks, like just give him the eyes, and all of a sudden you've got Who, Malachi from Children of the Corn. Uh, I don't know, maybe. Uh, let's see. It's an Irish film. Another European movie. Yeah, it's a, uh, from Ireland. Ireland, and there's no Irish Spring references. Uh, let's see. Oh, the opening scene shares a shot very similar uh, on from the Evil Dead 2013. Yes. There's a shot in the beginning where they invert the camera when they show the forest. You know, they show the forest and then show the camera, the whole forest upside down. Mm. You know, with drones now, everyone can get killer shots with these independent movies. Right. I mean, there's so many ways to mount a 4K camera and shit. Well, that's what I mean. Like, drones have uh, stepped up the game for indie films so they can get camera and crane shots where they couldn't before. Yeah, like pan shots and zoom Uh shots. Yeah, they're going over the city, you know, all that stuff. (laughs) It's made their uh, movies look a lot better. So this is the same thing. Indie movie, drone. They use a lot of it. Same with the Michael Jackson documentary. They use too much of it. The, the guy's like talking and the drone is just, oh, it's just flying over an apartment complex. You know, a lot of drone footage and indie stuff this year. So let's see. Um, one movie review. That's it. So hole in the ground. Yeah, creepy kid starts freaking out. Mom notices it. And, uh, yeah, mom notices it. Freaky kid freaking out. And that's about it. (laughs) All right. He's like, don't do that. No, don't. Please don't do that. Is that you, mommy? Is that you, mommy? So I give it a two to five ear holes, two to five eye holes, two to five dirt holes (laughs) for a hole in the ground. Uh, All right. What do you got before we get out of here? Oh, let's see. Uh, Oh, this this was interesting. Um, Some archaeologists uh, pulled a uh, bronze pot out of the ground and uh, the kanji, their writing and whatnot that was mm-hmm. um, on the outside. And then also a chemical analysis of the stuff inside. Apparently, these Chinese archaeologists found the old Chinese formula for the elixir of immortality. Oh, wow. Weird. Yeah. So uh, in in actual... Uh, 
ancient Chinese medicine, there was an elixir for immortality, much like the philosopher's stone in, in alchemy in Europe. Um, and there's like a part of the formula that's known for this Chinese elixir. Um, these archaeologists found a pot, they opened it, they tested what was liquid was inside still. And they realized that there was some of the things that is in that elixir of immortality recipe. So they're calling it that, um, you know, we'll see it. It apparently is high in booze content, but, um, you know, a lot of alcohol, but it, it apparently is the Chinese elixir of immortality. So someone's living forever, basically. Hmm. I say no. Working stiffs. We're the truth. It's like the carpenters made a band. <laughs> or all the carpenters and plumbers union made a band. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other symbols a hammer with a gear. So I'm pretty yeah, sure. So stiffs. The, the front man for it is the original singer for the Dropkick Murphys, which is why I like them. Okay. <laughs> it's a Boston-based fucking street punk band kind of thing. Oh, cool. Working oh, stiff. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, yeah, guys. Uh, yeah, season finale. Um, a lot of stuff's going down. Oh, I needed to look this up. I totally forgot. I should have looked it up while we were on a break. Um, uh, how do you, uh, let's see, mid, mid Somner. Oh, I watched that trailer. Okay, S-O-M. I saw your tweet, M-M-A-R. Okay, cool. Here we go. Now we're going to watch it with everybody else. It's fucking creepy, people. Creepy. Christian says that you've got some special thing planned. Yeah, it's like a crazy nine-day festival. It only happens every 90 years. That's what you social justice warriors get. Ah, oh, this looks cool. This is something that's not on the internet. It, it, you mean it's like super cool Burning Man? So every... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, is this like Neo Burning Man? Hello. It's gonna be the new sound. Birmingham? That is gonna be the uh, You can't speak. From the his last movie was a This one's a Pretty he's gonna make a whole he's gonna make a whole soundtrack pretty soon with these sounds. It breaks down your defenses. It breaks down your defenses. Trust me. Yeah, it's like super drugs. Alright? It's, uh... 
Uh, what is it? Um, what folklore is it? I forget. Irish ayahuasca. You're gonna love it. Midsomner. <laughs> the way it's spelled S O M M A R. That's like old Gaelic in that area. Samar. So Northern European. <clears throat> yeah. So it's from the. It's the. Um, Sophomore uh, workings of the director of Hereditary. So uh, Hereditary is directed awesome. The movie wasn't so great, but the way it was directed looked great. This trailer looks amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued. I, you know, I, I don't normally watch spooky shit, but there are some things that get me and make me interested. And this trailer did like I can see hints of things in there. I kind of have a sense of what's going to happen, um, but it looks oh. peculiar. What's going to happen? This is what's going to happen. They're all going to go there. None of them are going to make it out alive. They're, no, they're all going to be indoctrinated into this whole thing, and they're going to be those people that are going to introduce the people at the end. Yeah, no, they're going to be they, part of that group. They, it it will be ninety years in the future from when they started their adventure to the, and they and they won't have aged. Nope, they're gonna be stu- you know it's all I can see it all now. They won't have aged. They'll all move through there. That's right. Uh, they age one day every ninety years, like Brigadoon's shit. They they're gonna have to sacrifice each other, and I guess one or two of them is only gonna be the ones to make it out. Right, they're gonna have to sacrifice themselves, or well, the black dude dies because you see that in the trailer. <clears throat> of course, he's black. <laughs> yeah, like we don't look at the people, dude. He, the, everyone's white. He's like, yeah, I'm not making it out of here. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's they're like, not only white; they're like blonde hair, blue eyes, like Nordic as fuck. Yeah, it, it's like walking in in a Masonic temple. You're like, oh, whoops. <laughs> Uh, I, I was looking for the laundromat. Yeah, they're yeah. Like, um, you're not milky and pasty white. Get out of here. That yeah, exactly. They're, they're only taking pure white people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that that chick's gonna be the one that they're gonna pick. One of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I saw a blonde dude also, right? Well, okay. They're, they're he, gonna... Maybe he's the recruiter. They're right? like the new Adam and Eve. <coughs> Right, and these people only show up out of a weird portal every ninety years in that field. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, I see it already. But it's it's but gonna look. It looks cool. trippy as shit. The way it's shot, like even in the trailer, the way they cut it, like if and I haven't seen Hereditary, so I don't watch have Hereditary. It's on Amazon now. Is it okay? Yeah. I'll yeah. add it to my queue. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. I'll try yeah. and get to it. I'm just I'm swamped right now. Like well, I know. Bullshit. Hey, but, but if you but if you have time, you should watch it. Yeah, it, it's 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 shot very well for somebody's first movie. You're like, wow, okay, right. But, and and the again the trailer for the second movie. What's it called? Uh, Sumner. Midsummer. Uh, mid Midsummer. Or Midsummer. Midsummer. In. It's S O M M A R. But yeah, no, it it looks fucking freaky and weird. Like I'm kind of into it. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those movies. All the people are like, oh my god, I'm so scared. 
But it won't be. Uh, I'm getting no, psyched. No, it doesn't look scary. It looks more like just bizarre. Like they're thrown in this psychedelic kind of environment and how they deal with it and who 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 makes it out alive. Nobody. It, kind of like Annihilation. Yeah, right? Annihilation, nobody made it out. True. I finally saw that and really enjoyed it. But um, right? but it, my, it, one it, of my it, top it, five movies. Yeah, it gives me a fucking uh, a similar vibe to that. Midsummer looks like Annihilation in a way. Uh, yeah, yeah. Annihilation's ending was just what the fuck. Yeah, that on like a big screen with some cool surround sound. Uh, it was very trippy. I saw it on a seventy-inch TV with. 5.1 surround sound and I was blown away. Yeah, but picture a bigger screen. I know. And... <laughs> Stop. No. Keeping my fucking lack of movie going. No, I'm not. Yeah, I, know, I know your situation, but speaking of which, Spielberg gets shit for again for backing movies, which he has a point. On the on the fact that um you can you should be able to watch movies wherever you want, but uh the best place to watch them still is the theater. Agreed, but you, you know? I, I don't think that I, I think that the good Netflix movies that I've seen, if you put them on a big screen, right, even just a standard theater, not IMAX, not fucking Prime, whatever they would hold up. They would look good. They would be entertaining movie experiences. And I don't think that it is fair to say that they have to be played in movie theaters to be considered movies. I think it's more appropriate to say like a two hour long self-contained story is what we're considering a movie or a three hour, whatever. Right. But I'm saying the, uh, also, but it is a different look when you go to a theater and watch it than it is on the TV. It's a completely different experience. You're downgrading the whole thing. Like, I would have rather have watched, like, the movies I was saying. I'd rather watch those other movies in a theater than at home. Same with Roma. I would have liked to have watched that in a theater than on Netflix. Okay. So what you if know? Netflix starts distributing to theaters? Um, well, they should be. With, right, but... They aren't now for whatever reason. They have some business reason for not doing it. But um, they should go out to the theaters more. I think. But what if they do? Like, does something like Blood Diamond, right? No. What was the fucking African child? That was in thing? the theater. That was down the street, at the Guild. Did, did oh, well? That's so, that's hardly better than it. That's TV. why. That's why I'm like, <laughs> eh, I have a better surround sound system than that theater. <laughs> Do they have surround sound at the guild? I don't know. Folks, this is like a four-person movie theater in Menlo Park where we grew up. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, if it was at any other theater, I would have gone. Like, if yeah. it was playing at the Palette Square, it would have been amazing. Because I would have loved to see in that movie on a big screen. Uh, God, what is it? Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like Carrie Fukunaga those, movie. Those movies are shot as movies. They just happen to be released on Netflix. So if you took those and put them in a modern theater would they hold up to steven spielberg's well, most recent? well any anything looks better on a movie theater screen you could take the shittiest movie and throw it you know from a you know what i mean from a from a tv show to a bigger screen 
You know, anything looks better on a bigger screen. Lipstick on a pig, dude. I mean, sometimes it you does. Know. Uh, well, I'm trying to, well, no. I'm trying to think of any movie I would, I'd watch. I'd rather watch on a big screen. I'd rather watch any movie on a bigger screen. Like even a well, B movie, a bad movie, I'd rather watch on a big screen than on my TV big. screen. You know, like a bad martial arts movie would be 100 times better on a big screen. You know, I'm trying to think uh, like like Toxic Avenger and all those other movies would be great. I would love to have seen all those on the big screen. Yeah, that would be a fucking midnight movie series to go watch, man. Uh, You know, like all those movies, I think no matter what it is, is better on the big screen. Just the experience itself. I say you watch it on your TV, you experience it in the theater. Yeah, that's the difference. You know, I've seen uh, Monty Python and the Quest for the Holy Grail a million times. But I went to a midnight fucking movie showing of it in Los Gatos, California. So 20 miles or so from where Chris and I grew up. And that, I, I mean, I was drunk as shit and high as fuck. But that was so much more awesome to see the fucking Holy Hand Grenade <laughs> that's what i'm saying you watch it with a yeah. crowd of people that are into it yep it's an experience no, I, other than a watching I get it i just don't think saying that netflix movies aren't movies because they weren't on big screens is a fair assessment well no no that's, he wants I he mean, just wants them he's not saying they're not movies he's saying they should be on the big screen more than they were this year mm-hmm. you know like roma roma should have been playing in the AMC's um, nominated list, but they kept it out for some mm-hmm. reason because Netflix and AMC don't get along for some reason. So I was trying to see Rome on the big screen, but it wasn't playing around here. You know, shit like that. And that's Netflix right there. That's not, you know, people are trying to see it. In the, like I was trying to watch that on a bigger screen, but I was forced to I watch it at 20 home. 20 miles or... No, 35 miles from Netflix's headquarters. Well, I can go down there and say, hey, buddy, come on. Go protest. Oh, yeah. That would work out really well. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, that whole thing with the movie thing. I think um, they should be in the theater longer than Roma was. Roma was barely in the theater. That's what he was protesting. Mm. Uh, And I think it should have been in more theaters. So I could have seen him. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- there's always that. And, and that's more the fault of the theaters than it is of Netflix or anyone else. Well, it's Netflix also because they didn't want to distribute it. Like the movie The Irishman. I want to see that on a big screen. I don't want to see that on Netflix. The Martin Scorsese movie mm-hmm. that's coming out. out of, well, oh, dude, don't you want to see that on a big screen? Yeah, Scorsese movies are always better on a big screen. That's what I mean. It's like, come on. And I hope that's playing somewhere on a big screen. I hope that's the first movie that's playing simultaneously on Netflix as on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Just like right now, perfect example, <laughs> I'm about to see uh, like Alien, right? For the first time on the big screen. And I'm not going to watch it even though I own it on Blu-ray. You know, and I do, I feel like watching it. I don't want to watch it until I see it on the big screen. Yeah, no, that is, I mean, they're... Don't get me wrong. I love going to the theater. But that's a completely different experience, man. Of course. Alien on the big screen? Come on. Yeah. 
my dick shriveling up inside me as I think of it, you know. 2001, A Space Odyssey on IMAX. That's you way know, better than your fucking TV screen. Yes, but I've watched that movie plenty of times. and But on it, IMAX, dude, it's different. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I've seen it a hundred times, too. But I haven't seen it on IMAX. It's a different experience, man. You feel yeah. that space station floating over your head. You know, you feel like when he's walking towards you, you feel the rotation of the actual space station. You know what I mean? It's way different. You know? No, I get it. I that that's what he's talking about. You know, that's what he doesn't want to die is that experience of the theater and streaming so, and and people wanting to watch more TV or movies on their iPads and and iPhones. No, iPads, I refuse to watch movies on iPads. I'll watch a movie on an iPad when I'm falling asleep in my room. Maybe a movie I've seen like five times already, but not like a new one. Like a new one, I at least want my like TV, right? 70 inch fucking 1080p at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, that that's a minimum for a new movie. Yeah. I don't <clears throat> but, yeah, but, like, you know, I, I also don't appreciate how expensive it is. And that's always my hesitation. Like, yeah, I'd love to see more movies in the theater. I just can't afford it. Well, that's what I'm saying. It is a luxury thing. It's not for everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so pricey for me. I guess I could go by myself, but and, it's fun to go with people. Like, like and, I want to take my kids to see certain movies in the theaters. Yeah, well, and like Netflix it's is a also, little too tight this and Netflix is also saying the um, like it's giving minorities a, a, a small little window for more people to see their work, hmm. um, like and, and you know minorities and some more independent film and yeah, totally it does. That's great. Leave it on that platform. Great, you know that's awesome. But uh, don't don't make it a movie if it was only in the theaters. I couldn't even see the movie in the theater. Mm -hmm. You know, I could see every other nominated movie in the theater. They're pumping fucking A Star is Born until the fucking thing died. That thing was in so many theaters. <laughs> the star went supernova. Yeah. That, they could have replaced that with Roma. But, you know, that, yeah. that, that's why I didn't like. And, but yeah. foreign language films never do that in this country. Uh, they do now. This is this is San Francisco, man. This is a Bay Area. There's Let's foreign language films. Be honest, they never dominate theaters. There's like um, even in San Francisco, but they're still there. There's Indian films. There's you know at the 16 to fill up the Century 16 and um, uh, Mountain View. There's like 12 films I've never heard of that are like action films from like Middle Eastern countries or. You know, or or Czech countries, or I'm like, what? It's like Bobcat Five. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> What's a Bobcat? I don't know. And it's all Chinese <laughs> language, and the thing sold out. Because I'm like, who's buying that? And the thing sold out. Wow. You know? Yeah. There's this weird sex of well, movies. They're realizing their audience may not all speak English. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is the Bay Area, and this area, <laughs> it's just all. It's yeah. There's there's um. Uh, Bollywood movies playing at yeah, the Century no, 16. When I lived in Fremont, sorry. At the Century 16, I'm saying on this side also. Yeah. When I lived in Fremont, there were like three theaters that used to be like AMCs or fucking United Artists or whatever. 
they had been bought out and they played Bollywood movies and they played uh, Pakistani movies. And you'd be driving by and all of a sudden there'd just be a ton of Indians or Pakistanis and clearly different based on the way they dressed. Um, and it was like, what the fuck is going on? And then you'd see the theater sign and it was like, you know, something in whatever their language is called. I, I don't know the all Punjabi, I know. But, yeah, I think it is Punjabi. Well, th- that's one of the main ones in uh, Eastern India and Pakistan, I think. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah. But, I, yeah, it was, yeah. Around here, it's all fucking normal theaters. Yeah, it is. It's Yeah, I don't know, man. So... Steven Spielberg was just getting his, his fucking ass handed to him from everybody. Yeah, people were pissed. But he was the, I'm hearing he was the same way when VCRs came out. He was the same way when DVD played. It was impossible for him to get E.T. on fucking uh, VHS. <laughs> um, and same way with DVD players. So it's just a pattern with Steven Spielberg. So he doesn't like... Fucking he doesn't like change. No, he's like, yeah. no, no. <laughs> what do you mean a cassette recorder's had a style? VCR? Who's going to go to the movies? Everyone has a VCR in their house. It's like, yeah. yeah the- mean, you alone buy like 14 tickets for every fucking Steven Spielberg movie that comes out. No, I haven't seen the last two Spielberg movies that have come out. Or no, last three. No, no, no. Actually, the I'm sorry. Ready Player One was the last one. <laughs> but before yeah. that, I hadn't seen any. I didn't see his little Bridges movie. I didn't see his horse movie. I didn't, you know. Mm. I didn't see any of that shit. War Horse. I didn't see any of that. Okay. I only watched specific Spielberg. <laughs> Sp- Spielberg. Okay. What else before? Oh, Greta. Okay. Watch Greta. Uh, it's all right. Have you ever watched Greta? Did you ever, do you know what that is? Uh, it does not ring a bell. Small little movie that I saw at the, um, uh, Aquarius again. I went to, uh, Shake Shack, hit up the Shake Shack again. Mm-hmm. I went to the Shake Shack three times last week. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. My arteries are still recovering. Uh, yeah, I get the double shack burger and a milkshake and french fries. You can have cook them well done. With extra shack sauce. I didn't know shack sauce, but yeah, it's good. That thing is packed, though, dude. Uh, there's line out the door. If you order through the app, it's like, oh, 145 pickup, and it's like uh, 11 o'clock, 1130. <laughs> So, but if you order out the door, it only takes about 25 minutes hmm. to go through the line, order your shit, sit there, wait for it, and grab it. So, it's not too bad, but yeah. Shacks, especially on the weekends, that thing, that line out the door. It's yeah. the only one in the Bay Area. People are freaking out. People are driving from San Francisco to this uh, Shake Shack. I'm not surprised. People do the same thing about in and out outside this uh, outside California. So, uh, I guess yeah, that's true. Whenever people outside of California hit up, they go to LA. They hit in and out first, right when they land. Yeah, oh, in and out, bro. 
Okay, Greta. A young woman befriends a lonely widow who's harboring a dark and deadly agenda towards her. So it's this old lady who leaves purses on the subway train. And the... Um, and then once the subway, and then once you return it to her, she befriends you and becomes very clingy and weird. That's what happens. And then she starts showing up. So she starts showing up at places and she gets real clingy and weird. And she's, you know, the typical, don't show up anymore. I don't like you. And then she's showing up at her work. Greta's showing up at her work. She's showing up down the street at one point she's taking pictures of her okay she's taking pictures of her friend on her cell phone right and sending them to her sending them to um hold on i'm confusing myself now okay so <laughs> greta is taking pictures of her friend erica and sending them to chloe Grates moretz right while she's following her She's like, oh my God, she's following you. She's right behind you. She's sending me pictures of right behind you. And then she gets on a bus. No way this old lady could pick up, right? She's on the bus. As the bus, it's one of those ones where she's 20 feet behind you and then she's on the bus. This is an old lady. Okay, come on. Or she looks old. How old is she in real life? Let's see. They put their age. Born in 53. How old is that? March 16th, 53. Uh, hmm. 53, that's like 60. Oscar nominated for best performance. 65, in 72, somewhere in there. So, yeah, so she's an older lady. And she's, yeah, she can't move that fast. Bullshit. No, I laughed out loud at that. I'm like, ha! <laughs> like one of those. No one else laughed. Everyone else was way into it and thought it was scary. Like, how do you think this is scary? This isn't scary. This is goofy. An old lady? I'll just pop her right in her fat mouth. But you want some of the old bag? Pop, pop. Give her the old one, too. Did you see that video of Mike Tyson doing the fucking punching? Mm-mm. Dude, he's like 52. He's like, he's throwing like a one-two left jab. And a right, it, it looks crazy. Like you'd be knocked out. Speaking of locked out, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, he may be older now, but he'll still fuck you up. From seven to Paw Patrol, she was in seven. What was she in seven? Oh, maybe she was the little girl. In seven, seven to mm. Paw Patrol. I don't know. So let's see. It's all right. It's not great. You know, it's a palate cleanser before the big movie this weekend, which, of course, is what? Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel. Uh, It's going to be split down the middle, just like I was telling you. It's going to be the people who hate women then the people who overly support women because they want to get laid. (laughs) Then you have the people in the middle who are just like, whatever. That's me. Is it a good movie? I think that's the more important question. No, no. People are going in already with their fucking, you know, I go into movie. This is how I go into movie. What do you got? You know? Right. I I don't go in with any preconceived notions. 
ready to be entertained. Yeah. I'm like, what's what's going on? What do we got here? And I, I go into the movie with a blank slate without expecting anything. Sometimes, you know, like if it's a Star Wars or something. This one I'm a little excited for. Uh, like Star Wars, yes. But I'm still just like, okay, let's see what happens. I'm going in open-minded, you know, and that didn't work out for Last Jedi. But <laughs> hopefully it works out for this one. <laughs> hopefully it works out for uh, Captain Marvel. You know, I, I want to be entertained. I have tickets you know, for I have tickets for IMAX. I have tickets for Prime, and I have tickets for the Icon. You know, uh, so let's see what happens. What's that? Uh, no, I, I'm going to do my very best to see this in the theater because uh, I think this is one that that probably will deserve it. Oh, dude, definitely. You need um. Yeah, bring all, bring the whole family. <laughs> bring. <laughs> Ouch! Uh, that hurts the pocketbook. Uh, oh well. <laughs> that's why you sign up for EA or for um, what's it called? For um, uh, what what is it? God, God damn it! A list. Mm. Oh no, that's why I see like two movies a year in the theater. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what Spielberg's talking about. He wants like the elitists. But you know, even the people that can afford the movies are even a holes. You know, like we mm-hmm. had that one guy. I had to tell him to shut up during Alita Battle and Just like, oh, what? I'm like, yeah, you're not the only one here, dude. He's like, oh, he said that like really loud during the movie. With 3D glasses on, so he looked like even a ultra douche, right? So <laughs> he's just like, "Oh, yeah. whoa, you want me to be quiet? Yeah, shut up." You know, I'm gonna smack those glasses off your face. <laughs> You'll be wearing them in your asshole. Oh, dude, I would have stabbed him with my uh, my uh, uh, my uh, ice cream spoon. Like, you want to scoop your eye out with my ice cream spoon, boy. Um, so, yeah, this movie's going to be sold out everywhere. I'm going IMAX, sold out. I'm going uh, Prime, sold out. I'm going uh, yeah, Icon, all sold out. So next time you hear it, I'm looking for Dumbo tickets already. Dumbo tickets haven't gone on sale yet. Dumbo's at the end of this month, March 29th. So, favorite movie of last month was, I'd say, Alita Battle Angel. There's not much to go. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a pretty slow month. Well, it's just heating up, man. March, April, Shazam, and Avengers Endgame. Bam. Uh, Shazam on the 5th and Pet Cemetery on the 5th. And then Avengers Endgame on the 25th of April. I think those tickets are going on sale very soon. I'm on the lookout, guys, for all these tickets. Because uh, it's within two months, man. Where is this? Where's my Shazam tickets? You know? It's like within a month of Shazam coming out. Where are my Shazam tickets? Huh, Skip? Oh, you'll get them. I told everyone to hold off just to make you mad. Really? I'm looking right now. Uh, Nope, no Shazam tickets. Yeah. 
No, we're going to release uh, the <laughs> Shazam tickets like three days before just to make you insane. Oh, captive state tickets have gone on sale. I'm seeing that next week. Captive state. All right. What else we got before we get out of here? Um, we got a fire starter going. I could do smack my bitch up. We could sing it. We could. Uh, I could sing out on smack my bitch up. Go for it. Okay, hold on a second. Let's see. All right, what do we got here? Or who are friends? Oh, so many of them. Uh, horribly awkward podcast. Uh, Geek dig. Um, Heroes and noise. Uh, oh, uh, big Papa podcast. <clears throat> growing up, not growing old. Um, Painted black podcast. The offensive line. The lo-fi show. Cast. Naked porch podcast. Uh, uh, everyone over at Bad Squad Network. Who else? Um. Oh. Um. I don't know who else. I don't know. I said like. I don't know. All right, guys. Here we go. We're going out with our buddy.
that's it. That's when we start sampling it. Bitch, uh. Change my picture. What? This song does not end. Does oh, dude, it's a rocking song. What are you talking about? Here we go. Oh, okay, fine. Okay, fine. All right, we'll get out of here then. Later. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Yeah, guys, we're out of here. Bye! Let's go over to sing this song. Headphones off. Fucked up girls like drug up guys. That won't keep them warm at night. It's just like a grape in a bottle. It's wine today, but pissed tonight.